the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible. I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on this Thursday afternoon. My telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Well, the biggest bribery scandal trial in Ohio history is now over. Well, at least for now. Larry Householder, former Speaker of the House and State Republican Party Chairman, former Party Chairman, Matt Borges, have both been found guilty. Uh, About 2 p.m., a couple of hours, well, back to only about an hour and a half ago, The jury presented its verdict. It did not take them long to come to the uh, guilty verdict. Uh, Larry Householder maintains his innocence as he left the courthouse. He assured reporters that uh, there would be an appeal in the case. Um, I did not watch this case really closely because it was so complicated. I mean, it was a very, very complicated case. You know, what is legal and what is illegal when you're talking about lobbying, when you're talking about companies trying to sway the vote of politicians? There is so much of it that is just really cloudy. So much is just it's not black and white. And I think there are a lot of shenanigans that go on under the table, uh, both for Democrats and Republicans. So I did not watch this closely. 
Uh, the ultimate charge was racketeering, uh, but it was uh, bribery and so forth. Anyway, uh, both of the defendants, former Speaker of the House Larry Householder, former State Republican Party Chairman Matt Borges, both found guilty in a $60 million bribery scheme from First Energy. Now, I am personally, I already told you, I haven't personally followed this, the intimate details of it. But I'm personally very sorry. And the reason, uh, I've met Matt Borges a few times. Uh, several years ago, I interviewed him a couple of times on the program. Seemed to be a nice guy. And then Larry Householder. Um, when he was Speaker of the House here in Ohio, he was incredibly approachable. Um Anytime I asked him to come on the program, he almost immediately made time to come on my program for an interview. Uh, his door down at the State House as Speaker of the House was almost always open. Um, I spent a couple of hours in his office one afternoon with a couple of other pastors and uh uh, and others, and he was very open, very kind, very gracious. He answered all of our questions. Uh, he made it clear that our opinions were important to him, and he was in no hurry. Uh, I was very impressed with him, uh, simply because he was so kind, gracious, and approachable. Now, obviously, I didn't know any of the things going on behind the scenes, under the table, the uh, deals that were being cut uh, with uh, First Energy that, um, according to the jury, were blatantly illegal. Um, so I just, I find it sad because he seemed to be such a down-home guy. He's a farmer uh, from over around uh, Thornville. Uh, had a farm. Just, you know, blue-collar, nice guy. Well, if the jury is correct, and I think at this point we assume that they are, um the trial went on for days and days and days and days. Many, many, many witnesses were called, and the jury has determined that he's guilty. So I, I find it sad on a personal level. We weren't best buddies. We didn't go golfing every week. But um, in fact, on two or three occasions— he actually contacted me. Hey, Bob, I'd like to talk to your listeners. I uh, I want them to know what's going on down at the State House. I love to uh, report to the people of Ohio. Uh, you think you could slip me in on your program? Sure. Sure I can. And I did. So I find it sad on a personal level. But then I find even greater sadness in that if this is true, 
And again, it seems that it is. He really betrayed the people who elected him. Evidently, he became consumed with power. And listen, I'm I'm trying to be very careful here. I am not trying to justify in any way what he did. Uh, But it is very tempting to do good things in wrong ways. Now, it seems that he lined his own pockets a lot as well. He uh, personally profited from this bribery scandal. According to the evidence, uh, he profited greatly. I think also, however, he thought this was the best thing for the state of Ohio. He thought it would be good for the state of Ohio. And hey, if he could... uh, If he could get rich out of it, well, that's all the better. It's just a reminder, folks, that wrong is wrong. It is never—Dr. Bob Jones Sr., the founder of Bob Jones University, was known for many, many sayings. And one of his most famous sayings was, it is never right to do the wrong thing, even— to do something right, or something like that. That's not verbatim. It's never right to do wrong, even when you hope that something good will come out of it. I'll have to look up the exact verbiage, but it's a reminder. Wrong is wrong. Even if you think you're going to accomplish something good, it's true in the family, It's true in marriages, it's true in churches, it's true in business. It's never right to do wrong. So, uh, there will be appeals. This is not over. So we'll uh, continue to keep an eye on it. But the uh, jury has found former House Speaker Larry Householder guilty on all charges. Bernie Live, looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. Uh, wow, I, I, I read the headline, then read the story, and my first response was, What? What? And then I thought about it. Um, tried to practice being an LTD. You remember, of course, the case in Newport News, Virginia, of the six-year-old boy who shot his elementary school teacher back in January. Remember that, right? I mean, how can we forget it? First grader, six years old. He planned it out, had threatened her and other teachers before, 
had told others before this incident that he wanted to set another teacher on fire and watch her die. Uh, He had been violent in the classroom prior to this. On the morning of the shooting, at least three teachers went to administrators and said, I think we got a problem. This kid may have a gun. At least three teachers went to administrators that morning and said, I I think we may have a problem. I think the kid may have a gun. And they did nothing about it. He uh, pulls out his mother's handgun, which had been purchased legally, shot the teacher. She instinctively put up her hand. The bullet went through her hand into her chest. And... Uh, The amazing thing, she's shot in the chest, and she ushers all of the children out of the classroom so they can be safe. She's shot in the chest. I mean, it's just an amazing story. Well, here's the headline today. Six-year-old who shot teacher... Won't face charges, prosecutor says. Here's the story. The city prosecutor in Newport News, Virginia, said Wednesday that he would not seek charges against the six-year-old boy who shot his elementary school teacher in January, but has yet to decide whether any adults associated with the case could be held criminally liable. Now, you would think that they would have made a determination by now whether adults could be held criminally liable. The administrators in the school, uh, the parents, and the amazing thing, this was the mother's gun. She had purchased it legally. They have in their home a little boy six years old, who has been violent on several occasions, has threatened the life of other people on several occasions. They knew this little boy had serious, serious problems. Uh, The school wanted to prohibit him from attending class. Teachers insisted, no, he has a right to be there. And so they had gone back and forth, back and forth with the school administration. And it's my understanding that he could only go to class with one of the parents was there with him. But for whatever reason, neither of the parents were with him that particular morning. Uh, That, again, I've read from some sources and other sources have not mentioned it at all. The uh, mother has insisted... Uh, let's see. I've got a quote here somewhere, I think. Uh, The mother said the gun was secured. Yeah. The gun, okay. In the wake of the shooting, the family of the six-year-old boy said in a statement that the, listen to this, the weapon was secured in the home, and that they have always been committed to responsible gun ownership and keeping firearms out of the reach of children. Uh, Excuse me? 
And by the way, I am a proponent of the constitutional right to have arms. I, I am. But responsibility. You have a violent child in your home. And then they release a statement, uh, the gun was secured. Uh, no, it wasn't. We don't know how the kid got it. But we know one thing, it was not secured. And as much as I believe in the constitutional right to bear arms, is it really wise to have firearms in the house with a child who has been extremely violent, even at just six years old? So anyway, uh, when I first read the, high, the, the headline, what do you mean there'll be no charges? He shot someone intentionally, planned it out, somehow got his mother's gun, put it in his backpack, knew exactly what he was going to do, pulled it out, discharged it, and shot his teacher, could have killed her. What do you mean there will be no charges? What? Well, here's the problem. He is not old enough to understand any of the legal proceedings. He is not old enough to comprehend what the charges are, what the uh, his defense attorney would... He's, he's not old enough. So, I get it. Uh, should he just be... He is in... He is being held in a medical facility. And he needs to be held there for a long time. Uh, the real question is, will charges be filed against administrators who could have prevented this or his parents? I think there's a good likelihood that they all will be charged. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.